wonder how some people seem to get all the media coverage, but you don't? Go behind the scenes with a TV reporter, national on-air host, and news contributor who has interviewed celebrities, took you inside the Versace mansion, and even stood on a chair to interview basketball legend Alonzo Mourning. Get ready, because Become a Media Maven is the podcast where Christina Nicholson is sharing secrets from her years in front of the camera, in the editing booth, and now behind the podcast mic. Hey, I am doing it. I am starting a podcast. I mean, I guess right now I have started a podcast because you're listening to this right now, and I'm super excited to bring you my very first episode of Become a Media Maven. Starting a podcast has been on my list of things to do for a couple of years now, and I was going to wait. I was going to get some things out of the way and build this part of my business and then finish this thing that I started a few months ago, and then after that, I was going to start a podcast. And I was talking to a friend about this a couple of months ago, Dana Malstaff from the Boss Mom Podcast. And I just let her know, you know, it was on my list of things to do because she was asking, why don't you have a podcast yet? And I told her it's coming. Just wait, Dana. I'll have you on when I start it. And she said, no, 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 no. You need to do this now. This is so valuable for your business. Not only are you helping people, but you're reaching more people. And when I was on Dana's podcast, um, it was an amazing experience. It grew our relationship and I got to meet a whole bunch of people who reached out to me after hearing me on the podcast. So I totally got what she was saying, but it was when she told me that I could use a podcast as a lead generation strategy and I get it. But I wasn't thinking of my own podcast as generating leads. I was thinking this whole time, well, I'll just be a guest on other people's podcasts because that's what generates leads for me. You know, that's what I do. I'm in media. I'm all about pitching and earning coverage. And I do that on a bunch of podcasts. So I'm just going to keep on doing that. And she was like, yeah, keep on doing that. But have your own too. It's a great strategy in your marketing plan. Just another tool to add to the toolbox. And I was like, you're right. What am I waiting for? I don't need to wait to get these other things done. I need to make this a part of my strategy, not just marketing, but business, the whole thing, all the things. And so I also work with Pat Flynn. I am currently in his accelerator program. So I said, Pat, Dana said I should start a podcast. What do you think? And he was like, yeah, you should start a podcast. Let me help you. Here's Power Up Podcasting. Get started. So Power Up Podcasting, for somebody who is just a guest on podcast and never actually starting their own, um, super valuable, super incredible, especially all the tech stuff and the recording and buying the right microphone and pop screen and all that stuff. So started going through Power Up Podcasting and I'm kind of liking this thing. So the whole point of this Become a Media Maven podcasting thingamajig I'm starting to do here is to share so much value with you that you will be able to reach people in the quickest amount of time. And you won't be just reaching anybody. You're going to be reaching your ideal audience and you're going to be reaching them in hundreds, thousands, or even millions. 
without spending any money on advertising. So that's going to be the main part of Become a Media Maven. That's probably what you can expect in most episodes. But with that comes a whole lot of other things. Today, the media industry is constantly changing and it's changing super fast. So there's so much overlapping. There's your own media, there's paid media, and there's earned media. And they all kind of work together. If one is terrible, the other two aren't going to be great. If one is great, the other two can get it even better. So we're going to talk a lot about that. And just in this episode, I want to tell you what to expect, but I'm not just going to tell you what's coming up. I'm actually going to do a little media mentoring with you. So you are going to take something from this podcast. So this is for you if you are a business owner. If you are an established business owner making millions, this is going to help you. If you are a new business owner, maybe making as little as a few bucks a month, this is going to help you. If you're thinking of starting a business and you don't know where to start, this is probably a good place to start because people can't do business with you if they don't know you. This podcast is about getting you known. It's about making you more visible. And if you are already in business and you're doing, like I said, just a few bucks a month, maybe you're doing millions, you could do more if more people knew about you. People do business with people they know, like, and trust. The whole idea behind Become a Media Maven is to get you known, liked, and trusted. So let's get into it. I'm going to start off with earned media. Obviously, this is my favorite part of media just because it is where you're going to get, I would say the biggest bang for your buck, but it's earned, so you're not paying for it. So I'm going to say it's where you're going to get the biggest bang for your time. So when I say earned media, it is exactly what it sounds like. It is media that you earn. It is getting coverage on TV, having somebody mention you in a newspaper article. It is being featured as a guest on a podcast. Again, you're not paying for this coverage. A person who contributes to that media outlet or who runs that media outlet thinks you are worthy of the time and the space and the airwaves, whatever the platform is, that they are giving you that platform to share your message, to tell a story, whatever you're earning the coverage for. So there's a couple of reasons why this is so valuable, and I'll get into it in a little bit. But first, I want to talk about the two ways that you can start earning coverage. And there's basically two different kinds of pitches. The first one is pitching yourself as an expert in your industry. And the second one is pitching your service or your product. And you need to be doing both of these. Many times people want to stay behind the scenes and they don't want to pitch themselves. They just want to pitch their service or their product, but they don't want to be the face of their brand. That's not going to work because people do business with people. They don't do business with businesses. And establishing yourself as an expert in your industry and pitching yourself as that expert, that's your low-hanging fruit. That's what you're probably going to get the most exposure for. And I want to give you a couple of specific examples of how I have done this for clients. I had a client. His name was Martin Hill. He's an amazing guy, super sweet guy. He's from the UK, but lives here um, where I live in Wellington, Florida. And 
he created a baby product called the Bebo. It's a pretty cool product. It is um, something that you kind of throw over your shoulder and you can put a bottle into it and you can move it so you can feed your baby and be hands-free. He created this product because his son was having a hard time eating. He needed to be distracted. So like when he could read to him while he was feeding him, he would drink his bottle. But it's hard to feed a baby and hold a baby and hold a book at the same time. So this basically gave him a free hand. He solved his own problem. I started working with him a few months before he um, appeared on Shark Tank. He made a deal with Lori Grenier and Ashton Kutcher. Um, Great episode. My favorite because me and my son are on the packaging of the Bebo. But no, I'm just kidding. That's not why it's my favorite. Um, But anyway, okay, so we got him coverage in Entrepreneur Magazine. And then Business Insider Magazine picked up the article. So you're probably wondering, well, how'd you get him an entrepreneur in Business Insider if this guy is selling a baby product? Entrepreneur doesn't write about baby products. Neither does Business Insider. So what we pitched was Martin's story as a dadpreneur. It's business-focused pitching to business-focused outlets. So that's what we did. We pitched his story as a dadpreneur because it was around Father's Day. That's another tip. It was timely. If I would have pitched this in the fall, it probably wouldn't have worked as well because I went into it with a Father's Day angle about a dad starting a business. And it's a dad-focused business because it was a baby product. So we told his story of how he was at home, he saw a need that didn't have a solution, he created the solution. That is Martin earning coverage as an expert in his industry. It's kind of like a behind-the-scenes type of thing. And that did so well because while we're hearing about Martin and his entrepreneur story or his dadpreneur story, we're also talking about his product. So his product is still getting coverage, but it's not obvious coverage. It's in a roundabout way. And most of the coverage that you're going to earn is going to look like that. It's not going to be an obvious promotion because guess what? People don't want to see that. They don't respond to that. That's why advertising doesn't work the way it used to, and it's constantly changing. So that's how you establish yourself as an expert, and you pitch your expertise. The second way to pitch is by promoting your service or product. I'm going to use the same client with a different example. I earned the Bebo coverage on the Rachel Ray show. So you may be thinking, okay, the Rachel Ratio is about food and you're pitching a baby product. That's right. However, who watches the Rachel Ratio? It's moms. It's all moms watching the Rachel Ratio. So we pitched the Bebo to the Rachel Ratio. And honestly, we never heard anything. For months and months, we didn't hear anything. We got the Bebo some hits in other places. Um, one of them I remember well was a website called Trend Hunter. And they just shared, you know, a bunch of different cool, unique gadgets on the website. And then one day Martin calls me and he says, we were just on the Rachel Ray show. And I was like, Martin, if you were on the Rachel Ray show, I think I would know because I'm your publicist and I pitched them. And he was like, nope, nope, we were really on there. Like clearly he would know. So I called the producer and I was like, so what happened? I mean, thank you. But why didn't you tell me? 
And he said, oh, I'm so sorry. I should have reached out and told you. And this is another lesson. Most of the times these people are not going to tell you when they're going to use you or your quote or your product or tell others about your service because they're just too damn busy. So he said, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I saw your pitch a few months ago and I totally forgot about it. I just like put it on the back burner. But then I saw the Bebo mentioned somewhere else. And it reminded me we have this thing. And then we had this segment coming up about the human lab where a couple of moms were testing some baby products. So I had a mom order the product and test it out. And it was great. Thanks so much. So that is how you can promote a product and pitch a product. This is also an important lesson in the fact that no media hit is too small. I've gotten hits for clients, and I'm sure maybe you yourself have earned media hits, and you're thinking, oh, it's not that great. It's not Forbes, so whatever. But it, you never know who is looking at those small blogs or those small local newspapers and what they're reading and what they're seeing and who they know and who's talking about it and passing it along to people. Because if I did not earn the Bebo a hit in all of these other places, it probably never would have made it to the Rachel Ratio because the producer saw it in another place after I pitched him. So those are just a few things to keep in mind. One, be pitching yourself as an expert in your industry. And two, be pitching your service or your product, not in a promotional way, but in a way that helps the journalist do their job. Again, remember, you're only trying to help the journalist do their job. You're not trying to promote yourself. And stop and think for a minute. I just gave you three examples of coverage in Entrepreneur Magazine, Business Insider Magazine, and The Rachel Ratio. Those three specific hits did not cost Martin a dime. It was the quickest way to reach the most amount of people in the shortest amount of time without spending any money. This is the value of earned media. If he would have paid for that coverage, that would have cost tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. So earned media is where you're going to get the biggest bang for your time, but it will not work alone. Your media needs to look good to earn media. Imagine I pitched the Bebo and these journalists or these bookers or these editors went back to the website and the website was a hot mess. Or maybe the social media looked terrible. Then there's no way they would have even given them any airtime or any space on their website. So your media needs to look good. I'm going to give you another example. This one, not a success story. (laughs) This one is a fail story. Um, I'm just keeping it real here. So I had a client who was so close to getting on Good Morning America. Very close. I mean, as close as it gets. We were about ready to book the thing. And for months before this, I was telling her, you know, we really need to update your website. It doesn't look good. It looks very amateur. It doesn't look polished. And I was giving her some tips. I was giving her some recommendations, even some referrals to people that I knew. And she didn't want to spend the time or money updating it. She tried to do a couple things herself and it helped a little bit, but not enough because Good Morning America said, I cannot put this person on our air 
and send our viewers to a website looking like this. It just didn't look credible. It didn't look like this person was an authority in her industry. And for that reason, Good Morning America said no. Like, that is the number one morning show in the country. And because a website was not up to par, was not branded the way it should have been, that coverage was lost. Huge coverage. It could have been business changing, life changing. And it wasn't working out because of the website. So that's an example of how your own media can affect earning media. And then there's paid media. That's advertising. I'm not going to talk a ton about advertising just because it's so different than it was a year ago or two years ago, but it does have a time and a place depending on your industry and depending on how you're using it. I think my favorite story of paid media, you know, that's very 2018, is um, an article I just recently came across. And people think of advertising like Facebook ads, which we'll totally get into because I am obsessed with the person who handles my Facebook ads. And I do see value if they're done right. But when people think of advertising, they think of, you know, the commercials on TV or in the newspaper. Let me tell you how advertising works today. It works through influencer marketing, but these influencers, or I should call them wannabe influencers, they are tricking you right, left, and center. I see big brands making huge mistakes and just wasting money paying so-called influencers, you can't see me, but I'm using the air quotes, to promote their brand thinking they're going to see an ROI. But these influencers, so-called influencers, they know the tricks and they know how to get paid or get a whole bunch of free stuff because they're gaming the system. That's one way of advertising and it does work. You just have to do your homework and vet these influencers and we will definitely get into that in later episodes of the Become a Media Maven podcast. But most recently, if there are any Bachelorette fans listening, An episode of The Bachelorette was filmed in Richmond, Virginia. And if you watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, you know, they go on all of these trips to these different places. They do these different things. And if you're wondering how they choose where to go and what to do, that's advertising. Um, So Virginia, the tourism board there, paid ABC $536,000 to shoot an episode in Richmond, Virginia. And part of the contract said that the show had to mention Virginia is for lovers. I don't know if that's their slogan or what it is. Probably. I don't know why else you would say that. But in the show, in that episode, they had to say Virginia is for lovers. And they paid over half a million dollars for that. The show draws an average of 6 million viewers. That's the way advertising is today. And that's because people don't pay attention to the commercials. It used to be you buy a commercial during The Bachelorette, and that's how people find out about your brand. Now it needs to be in the programming because people have started ignoring commercials and advertising. That's why influencer marketing is so popular, because people are ignoring the sponsored posts. So you get it in the post with hashtag ad, and more people pay attention. That's why that's working so well now. So We'll get into that, but the point I'm trying to make here is if you're paying for the media, 
you're driving people somewhere, right? You're either driving them to your website or you're driving them to your brick and mortar store. So if they're driving them to your brick and mortar store, your social media, your website, wherever it is, you need that to look good so it converts. Because if it doesn't convert, You've wasted money on the advertising. And so many people do this with Facebook ads too, right? They think they have a great Facebook ad and people are responding, but then they're not making any money because they're, they're putting all of their eggs in the Facebook ad basket that they forget where they're driving people to. Like wherever you drive people to, that's got to be set up for conversions because if that's not, then you're just throwing your money away. So you can see how all of these things work together. Earned media, owned media, and paid media. Like I said, we will talk about earned media a lot. We'll go over who to pitch, where to find them, what to pitch them, how to pitch them, when, and then how to follow up. Fun fact, most of the earned coverage, I've gotten clients, most of the earned coverage that you will get for yourself is going to be on the follow up. Most journalists have hundreds of emails in their inbox and you need to stand out. It's hard to stand out, but if you keep following up and you do it in a non-annoying way, which we will talk about, um, you will start to earn coverage 100%. But you need to know how to do these things and how to approach the media and how to stand out in this very competitive space. And when you do get the TV gig or the magazine interview or that podcast booking, you need to know how to ace it and do a good job and you know, give this, give great sound bites so people come back to you for more or give a great interview with so much value, build a relationship with those people and then turn that coverage into more coverage. So many people make the mistake of earning coverage and sharing it once and that's it. You need to be constantly sharing the same thing over and over again, tagging the outlet, tagging the reporter or the booker or the editor. Share it over and over again. Social media is a crazy fast moving feed of information that depending on the algorithm and when you sign in and when something's posted, you're probably missing a lot of stuff. And if you didn't miss it, but then you see it again in a couple of weeks, you've forgotten about it because you've seen so much since then anyway. So we will talk about how to turn one piece of earned media into more and how it kind of starts to snowball. And when you get to that point, you don't even need to pitch anymore because the media is coming to you. You're getting emails and phone calls and being invited for interviews. So it makes your job so much easier. And it's not just the media coming to you at that point. At that point, it's leads. It's people who want to work with you, who want to buy your product, who want to pay for your service. And that's the the really important part about earned media is that it's like a third-party endorsement. I can tell you I'm great. I can pay other people to tell you I'm great, but when you hear other people tell you I'm great and you know I'm not paying them to do it, it means so much more. That's why earned media, I mean, this is a true stat. I'm not just saying this because it sounds good. Earned media is proven to be worth at least three times what advertising is. And obviously, we are going to talk about everything in between because there is such an overlap with the way the media industry works. Today, everything touches your social media, your SEO, video, influencer marketing, really just about everything under the marketing umbrella overlaps with each other. 
So I do want to take this time before I really get into more about me and why you should listen to me and subscribe to my podcast and come back for more. I want to invite you to a free five-day email course with proven results. Two people have reached out to me right after going through this email course to tell me they've earned coverage. One was on TV and in the newspaper, and then the other one was on TV, actually did a live shot with a chicken. Like, how cool is that? So this is a free five-day email course. I call it Master Your PR, and this is a crash course on earning coverage. So just like I I gave you those examples of my client Martin and the Bebo, this will be super helpful and I'm walking you through steps day by day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, how you can start earning media coverage in no time. It's a crash course, super easy. It's over email. There's also video modules. So if you want to watch a video or if you want to read the text, either way, there's different kinds of guides and worksheets that go along with it daily to help you out. Please sign up for that. That is going to be linked in the show notes. And I want to tell you why I'm the person for the job. I'm the person to help you start earning media exposure. Ever since I can remember, I wanted to be in the media. My uncle recently texted me a video of me reporting on scene of him preparing to go skydiving and my mom was shooting a video and I was in front of the camera saying, this is Christina Sens and we're at the airport and everybody kept telling me to get away and shut up and move. So I really didn't get to finish my report, but I was trying. And then in the eighth grade in Marion, Ohio, It's a little teeny tiny town about an hour north of Columbus. Um, There was a career day and we got to go somewhere and learn about, you know, what we would do when we grew up if we followed our dreams in eighth grade. And so little teeny tiny town, they didn't have a TV station. So I went to a local cable station, which I think was like the local church channel. I think they did a bunch of church things on the TV. I don't know. I didn't watch it. (laughs) Nobody in my family watched it. But I stood at a podium and I read the announcements, whatever the church announcements were. And that was me being an anchor. I went to Ohio State. Go Bucks! And while I was there, I interned at the ABC and Fox station. From there, I worked at News 12 The Bronx, in Beaumont, Texas, in Fort Myers, Florida. And then my last market was the Miami Fort Lauderdale market where I was a reporter and anchor for about four years. Um, The news business, it's a tough business to work in. It is cutthroat, it is heartless, and it is 24-7. If you are anchoring the morning newscast, you're up at 2 a.m., If you're doing the evening news, you don't get back to the station at 12, which means sometimes you don't get home till 1. Um, When breaking news happens, nobody cares if you're sick, if you are celebrating Christmas, or if you're out of town because you have to cover it. So after having two kids, it wasn't the most family-friendly job for me to be in anymore. So I got into PR because I figured I've been receiving pitches 
for over 10 years now from publicists and business owners who clearly have no idea how the media industry works. These people want TV time and they think that these emails, these press releases and pitches are going to get them TV time. They clearly have no clue. So I figured when I was getting out of the business, obviously I'll just do that. I think I know how to pitch a reporter at this point. So I worked at a PR agency for six months before starting my own. And I can happily and proudly say after three years, I've grown my public relations agency to a multiple six-figure business. And I started on my own with my goal to just be a professional freelancer. That's what I called it. I said, I just want to be a professional freelancer. I'll take some jobs from other PR agencies. But one thing led to another. I started getting super busy and I didn't want to work 24-7. So I started building a team. Um, we were doing a pretty good job. So we were getting some referrals and I was doing PR on myself. I was treating myself as a client. So the leads started coming in and that is today how I get most of my leads. I don't network. I don't make cold calls. I just treat myself as a client and I pitch myself to the media. I make sure my media, my website and my social media is um, running like a well-oiled machine. And then in addition to that, Um, you know, I have my own PR that I'm earning. I advertise very little, very, very little. The only advertising I do is on Facebook. It's with Facebook ads. And it is when I am promoting my media mentoring program. That is the only time I advertise. Um, but I can also happily say I still am a member of the media. You can see me hosting segments on Lifetime TV. They have a couple of morning shows that I host there. And, I also um, do some monthly segments here on the number one station in Florida. Um, That is an NBC station. I've also contributed to Inc. and Fast Company, HuffPost, BuzzFeed, um, and most recently Medium's Authority Magazine. So I definitely come from a different point of view than most people in the media industry because I have not only been on both sides, but I still am on both sides. So if you are looking for more visibility, you want to grow, again, whether you are small or big, you want to grow, you want more people to know who you are so you get more leads, so you make more money, the Become a Media Maven podcast is going to give you so much value, whether or not you're handling PR yourself or you're at the point where you're ready to hire an agency, or maybe you already have an agency or even a publicist on your team, we're going to talk about everything good, bad, and ugly under the media and marketing umbrella. I would love to tell you stories about how I got two guys with a side hustle on the Today Show, Um, how I earned the owner of a daycare a feature in Forbes, not just a mention, but a feature in Forbes, Um, how I got personal trainers on TV to talk about exercising and running, how I've landed restaurants, cooking segments on TV, how my number one strategy for building an email list is being a guest on podcasts like this one. So please subscribe to the Become a Media Maven podcast. I'm going to be bringing on some amazing guests. Most episodes won't be like this. You won't be hearing me rambling for the entire thing. I am going to bring on some amazing guests, some people that I've worked with in the industry, some people that 
Um, I have hired in the industry some people that I have worked for in the industry and everything in between. Like I said, there is so much overlapping in media and marketing. So I'm so excited to continue to bring you value here on Become a Media Maven. Again, please take part in that free five-day email course. If you implement those strategies, you will earn coverage. And I know this because it's happened multiple times for people who have gone through those five days. So please check that out in the show notes and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends all about it. I am super excited to be here with you and help you to become a media maven.